0: This is Anthony Cavazzoli with the Dismantled Life podcast, bonus episode three. The one thing that I rely on in recovery is I look to quotes, powerful statements and mindsets and routines and playbooks. But the truth of the matter is, you know, there are days that it just sucks. Today's one of those days. I, I'm having a hard day after a hard couple of weeks and... It's interesting because, you know, I'm 26 plus months in and you'd figure that it would get easier, but it, it, it doesn't. It fools you a little bit. I think the addiction in me rears its head, preying on my moments of weakness. It's the only way that I can describe it. And unfortunately, this is a fight that you're alone in. I'm alone in. We're all alone in. In real terms, you're just, you're alone in this fight. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, I put myself in this position through years of systematic addiction. And now I've got horrific habits that I have to break and replace with positive ones and new routines. And, you know, it's easy to say you have to accept it and own it and make the fight and the pain the reason that you succeed. In some days, that goes great. In other days, it just sucks. And today, in the past couple of weeks, it's been really really hard. Um, It kind of puts me in mind of like the first month. I mean, I almost think that the first month was easier than my last month that I've just had. So month one compared to say month 26 was easier. It's very strange. And there are days for very long gaps that I I don't notice the struggle anymore because things are going great. They're going smooth and I don't have to As they say, bite down on the wooden spoon. I don't have to go to my happy place to get through the pain or the struggle or the sweats or fight off the temptation that's screaming at me, telling me that all this pain will go away if I just have a drink or a smoke or a line. It's truly your mind fucking with you at levels that is very difficult to describe. And again, some days are just much easier than others, but some days it's fucking brutal. And the sad part is, since... I'm fighting myself, I know my weaknesses better than anybody. So my mind preys on those weaknesses or those emotional weak spots or moments that I'm leaning towards giving up. I'm, I'm grateful to say that I haven't yet, but that is not to say that I have come close many, many times and I've managed to win the fight. But uh, today was a rough day, man. I, it's, it's been really interesting. And because I'm fighting myself... I mean, I know my own weaknesses and my fears and all the reasons I've lost this fight before, 26 plus months ago. My addictions are doing their very best to break me. And I tell myself not to give up, bite the wooden spoon, go to your happy place. I take my walks, I ride my bike, I go to boxing. I do all the things I'm supposed to do, the things that I've taught myself to do, the things that I rely on in a good way, as opposed to relying on the bad things that I've done for so many years. Which is the right thing to do, but some days it's fucking brutal, really, really hard. And I, you know, I read that the struggle comes from the misalignment. And I didn't really understand what that meant. And maybe I still don't, but I I think that for me, the misalignment comes from everything in me because I've trained myself my entire life to fall into drinking and smoking and partying and all the bullshit that I did, that I lost control of, that um, and I'm an addict through and through. But the misalignment comes from that side of it. Like that f- makes me feel like I'm out of sorts because something's missing or I'm grasping for something. And that misalignment, I think, is my my, my addiction just popping its head up and giving me hope in a, in a weird way. It's very hard to describe. And I feel like I'm rambling a little bit so... Please bear with me in that description that I feel like the misalignment comes from my addiction fighting with the good side of me now. So kind of the the good versus evil inside me. I don't know how to put this in the words. Aside from saying that the misalignment, the struggle with my addiction makes me feel like, and it plays kind of mind games with me, making me feel like I'm out of alignment. All I need to do is have a drink, a smoke, or a bump and it goes away. And that's the fight I've been in aggressively the past couple of weeks. It's been really rough. So falling kind of out of balance, and I can't seem to get back into a good balance. And I think that's been the source of my challenge for the last couple of weeks is that I can't seem to get things lined back up, and you know it's causing some issues for me from a pain and an anger perspective internally, and some struggles that come along with that. Um, it's my addiction fighting to stay with me, and it's it's never going to let me go. It's it's always going to be here. I did this to myself, so this is my cross to bear, and it's okay. And most of the time, I, I can do it. But sometimes, sometimes it's just much much harder than than other times. So I've decided that the one thing, a couple things that I do that I have been really focused on lately, is focusing on what I do want versus what I don't want. I, I I try not to say to myself, I don't want to have a drink. I don't want to have a cigarette. I don't want to have a bump. Rather, I say I want to be smoke-free. I want to be clean. I want to be happy. So I kind of try to focus on the positive side of, of the fight if I can. So instead of saying, I'm, I'm going to Quit smoking, or I'm not going to have a cigarette. I, like I said, I'm just going to stay smoke free. I'm going to be smoke free. I focus on what I want versus what I don't want. So instead of I'm going to quit smoking, I'm going. I'd say something like I'm going to be smoke free. I'm going to stay smoke free. I'm going to stay alcohol free. I'm going to stay cocaine free. And sometimes I have to repeat that mantra quite a bit. <laughs> So what I do lean into is I define what I want, at least this works for me, and I'm not suggesting that anyone needs to follow this playbook exactly, but what works, what has been working for me is through the processes that I've built, the new habits, the new playbooks, the new routines, I really lean into them so I have a good place to go in my head. I've got my stable of happy places, if you will, and I go there, go there often, or I create them through exercise, and I really enjoy that. But sometimes my mind plays games with me and tries to talk me into staying in bed because I'm tired or not go take a walk because I don't feel like it. But that's, again, the addiction kind of fighting the fight or forcing me into those bad choices. I'm happy to say that I do get up and I do take my walks and I do go downstairs and box if I can't get to a class or whatever it is. But it's hard. It's really fucking hard. Some days are brutal and today's just one of those days. So by defining what I want versus thinking about what I don't want, I can remove that negative thought, I think, and replace it with a positive one and and look towards the goal as opposed to what I'm running from. So I look at what I'm running to, I guess is a better way to put it. I have to kind of continuously drop off the grid, if you will. I have certain go-to people that I call and can talk to and and, and work through some of this stuff, but some of them are addicts, some of them aren't, Um, some of them are just very good friends and you know, others are people that I know that um, are, are fighting the good fight too. So I talked to them and it's um it's good. And I think, you know, doing the podcast has stirred up a lot of hidden or buried emotions and feelings and struggles that I was able to kind of put away or put behind me. So this is a good thing though. I look at it as a very positive thing because it it means that I wasn't finished with that cycle yet and I just buried them and moved on prematurely. So... It's good that I'm exposed or exposing these feelings and these struggles now where I'm in a good mental place to be able to deal with them, thankfully. So the show, the podcast, has been very good for me in that regard. It's kind of helped me flex different muscles that uh, I apparently needed to strengthen and flex because I felt, I mean, in truth, I guess I was getting a little bit cocky with with where I was and how far I've come. But it goes to show you that don't get cocky, man. <laughs> Today could be the day you fuck up. Thankfully, it's it's not been that way yet for me. So kind of mentally drop off the grid, reach into my network to talk to the right people about the right things at the right time, and I, I kind of know where to go for that, and I thank all those folks that have listened. And, you know, I post some things out there in on Twitter, and there's a nice community of folks that are very, very helpful and respond with kindness and good, positive words of encouragement. And you'll get through it, which is good. You need a punch in the arm from people that know why you need a punch in the arm. But I've actually come across on Twitter some really wonderful people that have been incredibly helpful. And I try to avoid negative distractions as much as possible when I can. But sometimes it's tough because negative distractions are absolutely everywhere when you're feeling a bit broken or a bit shaky um, from your foundation. Or rather when you're back on the, 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 the rock bottom side of the foundation, I guess. So things get a little bit hazy And you really, I really have to focus to stay on the right side of things. So I catch myself. I have to create these scenarios in my head to kind of fight the fight. And unfortunately, it has a negative impact in other things in my life because I carry the weight. I push it out in ugly ways sometimes, yelling and screaming at the people that I love for absolutely no reason. Because I get triggered with stupid, tiny, little, ridiculous things that mean nothing. And I don't mean triggered to go drink, smoke, or do blow. I'm saying emotionally triggered or I I, I get My anger button gets tripped, and I'm yelling and screaming about the dumbest shit ever. Something's out of place. Something didn't get done. Just dumb shit, and I'm yelling and screaming about that, and I don't even know why the fuck I'm yelling half the time, and I just find myself fucking yelling, and then before I know it, I've been yelling for seven minutes, it feels like. It's sad, and it's um, 26 months in, and I feel like it's fucking day one again, so I don't know, man. It's hard. It's really fucking hard. I try to own it, and face it and stare at it and not take it on head to head like I'm going to beat this addiction, but I just submit to it again and go back to my happy place and I follow the routines because they have worked and I believe in them and the routines I built are good ones and I believe that they do work. But some days it feels like it's just not enough. I've managed to stay clean and and not break it all. So, But again, that's my addiction using my weaknesses that it knows so well against me Trying to break my positive routine so we can insert its ugly little head and break me again. And uh, I'm not going to fucking let it do it. So I try to, and like, I, this is going to sound counterintuitive because I'm on a podcast sharing my inner secrets, which I never fucking do at this level. I do try to go it alone. And I think that that's part of the problem for me is I keep it all bottled up until I want to let it go. And sometimes I've got to let it go and it needs to be let go. And I don't do that enough. And that's where I think the anger is coming from because it just gets kind of trapped under ice there or something. And it comes out when I can't control it or or not that I can ever control it, but it comes out in the wrong way instead of in a positive way. That's just something I'm struggling with, learning how to deal with. So the thing, you know, that I always lean into is it it could be easy, easy to go back to where I came from. One bad choice and all this pain goes away. But I'm not going to let it fucking win. It's hard. And today today sucks. So what I've been doing again and more aggressively than ever because and maybe this is part of it too I used to track my triggers in a little journal in a little pocket journal and I, I would track my I would track my triggers you know what triggered me the time that I was triggered, any kind of weather conditions if, I, if it were relevant and because I do think that does play a part in in, in a lot of cases for me. So I track the time and the day and what triggered me and then the result of that trigger did what was my response to the trigger. Not that I go have, you know, because I haven't been broken. I haven't had a drink, a smoke, or a bump yet. But my response, what did I do when I got triggered? Did I go on a walk? Did I go box? Did I do? What what did I do? And I write that down. And then I kind of write how long it takes me to get through it. Take some notes. It's funny, though, that little journal has become almost like a little nemesis to me. I've ripped more than one of them up because I've gotten angry at them. (laughs) It sounds so stupid. And I can't believe I'm saying this. But yeah, I would rip them up. I, somehow it becomes like a little manifestation of all the pain. So I rip it up and I get pissed at it for being the triggers, you know, that I've built into my into my life over years and years. But the good news is I'm writing them down and I'm not letting them control me or, or force me down a particular path that I don't want to go. So that's it's really good. It's weird that I'm yelling at my little pocket journal or ripping it up. Um, I haven't gone so far as to burn it yet. Maybe I should. So a couple of things I like there's some known triggers that I have. And, you know, for me, it's a particular kind of music, club music, you know, high BPMs, high energy stuff that way. The smell of gasoline, oddly enough, uh, certain driving routes, and then the smell or the wisp of like a Red Bull all trip me to want to drink, smoke, and party. I, it's, anyone that's done any of those things knows why everything I just mentioned would be a trigger. Sometimes and, and I do my best to avoid them, but sometimes, you know, I'm in a place where I can't avoid them. I'm getting gas from my car. What are you gonna do? So I again I, I you write down the time and the place and the result of response of the trigger and what I did to get through it. But I have figured out one thing that I do that I think is kind of interesting that I'll share, and this isn't a secret. I think that probably many people have this physical manifestation of how to struggle or get through the struggle of a trigger. And I, I call it like my wisp of smoke. So I, I think I take a deep breath if I stand still and I have my arms at my sides and I take a really deep breath. And as I do that, I pull up physically my arms all the way up the front, touching my chest all the way up, pulling my hands above my head and then blowing out my air and pushing my hands down forcefully towards the ground as if I'm pulling up my temptation or the trigger all the way up. And bottling up my addiction is into like a little wisp of smoke and then forcefully pushing out of my body. So I'm (sighs) going to push it out. And it actually does work for me. And I do it in the weirdest places. People must think I'm crazy because if I'm on a walk or even at boxing, sometimes I I have to kind of stop and do it. It happens a lot on walks. If I'm taking a trigger walk. I have to do it quite a few times during my walk, so I wonder if people think I'm just nuts, but but it works, so I have to continue doing it. So I, I just call it my wisp of smoke, you know, and I, I, I seem to do that a lot, and I've been doing it a hell of a lot lately. So 26 months later, here I am, by myself, talking into a microphone, sharing my podcast with the world, because I hope that it will help. It's not easy. It's always a fight, and some days are worse than others, and the last two weeks have been a bitch for me. So that is all I have for tonight. So my energy level's off and down, but this is real and this is is 26 months in. Very raw and believe me, it's very painful and I'm exhausted and I just want to go to sleep for the evening. So that being said, thank you for listening to my rambling. It's going to get better.